Hello, welcome back. It's Friday. It's the trading desk. This is not Josh Thanos, but you guys know who this is. And it's for, me. The, for those that don't, your name? CQ. This is Sequan, uh, Mr. Gottlieb, uh, as we say. I am. And uh, Sequan and I have been on TV, or I don't even want to call it TV, YouTube, yeah. um, together We've a couple times. To but the world, uh, you know. But, uh, known each other for a while and uh for those of you that don't know sequan is a trader just like josh and myself and uh buys sells and trades watches all the time and uh is a regular fill-in guest for us when uh either myself or thanos is not here i so, think i'm the favorite substitute teacher yeah. of the class so uh, yeah also that. uh what's uh season what season's coming soon three uh season three of the classroom yeah so sequan's on the, the classroom in case you don't know um world famous classroom yeah so Welcome back. Thanks for coming. Thanks for filling in. Thank you guys for, uh, you know, tuning in on a Friday. Hope Hopefully Happy this Friday. goes uh, according to plan. I think it's a pretty fun show. We, uh, Sequan and I, brainstormed this one with all the stuff coming out of uh, SIHH. Should be exciting 2019. For those of you that don't know, it's 2019 now. Time flies. Which is Happy crazy. New Year. Yeah. But uh, we just thought, you know, what are the things? This is just a natural occurrence of what's going on in the on the floor, the trading floor, right? We're all talking about stuff we like and hate and could do without, and you know. So we thought we'd do our uh, censored version of a very popular game when you were a child, or <laughs> of uh, hate it, like it, or love it. So hopefully, you guys uh, enjoy that. Um, before we get too far into that, uh, why don't we do a uh, wrist shot? We shot Chuck. Yeah, who wants to go first? first? Yep. All right. Today I have, and this is my camera, IWC uh, Ingenieur Plastiki Limited yep. Edition. If we um, could get a wrist shot, that'd be great. Right. There you no go. No love, no love on the wrist shot. Um, I wore this watch today because it's blue. That's it's a good way to. Yeah. I mean, is uh, that honestly? <laughs> uh, I, I just love the Ingenieur. I love the case. Um, I love the really stark white dial on the Plastiki. Um, I just think. I don't know. It just makes me feel like I could do anything in this watch. Um, go in the ocean or brave the snow that we might have to this weekend, you know. Well, so uh, it just spoke to me today, so I, I put it on. Speak for yourself, sir. Not yes. all of us will have to endure snow. I, myself, am getting on a plane. I hate you. 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Palm trees and sunshine, my friend. Not fair. Not, well, not fair. when you work almost 60 days in a row for the holidays, as we do. This is true. That was you need to unwind holiday. every once in a while, right? Um so here, you guys may or may not know this watch. I know I've bored everybody to death with it. Uh, this really doesn't leave my wrist too often nowadays. Um, and it's getting some battle scars, which I honestly don't mind too much because I don't foresee uh, me selling this watch. But this is your 114060. So uh, for you guys that don't know, it's a non-date uh, ceramic Submariner. So the basically cleaner, more desirable, best Submariner that's ever been made and has ever existed. Um, yeah, so I, I just I don't know, right? man. Like, it, it isn't never, it isn't it the best? I, 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 I just me? so because like it just doesn't look like you said you've been wearing it. You know, this is probably your daily driver, and yeah. it never looks boring. I've seen these so many different times, and it's just a yeah. classy watch that you don't really get tired of. If that makes sense, you know. I get a I get a lot of people asking about it. Um, you know, if if I feel like uh, I have to own the date because I own the non-date, and I don't think so. I, I feel like I like the style better. It's cleaner, so I, I, I think the non-date is a better sub. I think if I want a date, I'll just get the GMT. In, yeah, in my that opinion, makes sense. You know, and at least then you get something different too. Exactly, a little bit but of complication. Hopefully, I have a uh, GMT coming for myself soon, oh, which everybody on the show knows. I've been fawning after that uh, Polar two one six five seven zero for a little while. Oh, so yeah, hopefully that's actually, coming. 
little uh, little birdie told me February. So I'll see if the birdie was right. Fingers crossed. But uh, all right, yeah. So look look at these guys going in the chat, man. Never ceases to amaze me. Um, we got a lot so of a couple shout outs. You want to give us some shout outs? Uh, there? Uh, JBO Smurf, you got to go there. Matt Forster, who's the first in the chat. First, you know, so we yep. give the first award to Matt Forster. Uh, we got Edward. Uh, Edward Ledin. Yep. Uh, shout out to David Butler, who's uh, also David B. another trader on our sales desk. Um, let's see here. Ahmad, welcome, my friend. Uh, friend and client. There we go. Always faithful, always on the chat. Uh, who else we got? Jim Branch, uh, Feature Aaron Warrior. in there, Silver cool Surfer. Name. A lot of these guys, uh, you know, we know you by name. We know we know you by number. I actually know uh, some of these guys' real names. So, yeah. Um, keep that they, on the... they exist. They're real. So, yeah. But anyways, uh, I'm glad true. you guys are having fun in the chat, as you always are. Oh, Dr. Um, Ray goes in today. We're going to – there you go. World famous. Zachary. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, have some fun with this show. So we left some time for some uh, some chat questions and some interactions, so hopefully we can get to that as well. But uh, without further ado, I think we move into our uh, SIHH. Roll. Have you guys heard about this thing, uh, SIHH? Happens mm-hmm. every year. It's kind of like a very tiny uh, watch show. Nobody, you know, I yeah. don't think anybody tunes it's in. A but little, little slice. Just a very, very big part of our watch world. And, um, you know, you have that and you have Basel, and now they are uh, yeah. coming together in the future. It's weird, but after Christmas is the Christmas for the watch guys, right? Because right. this is when really uh, January and then March for Basel is when we get all the new stuff, we get all the hype, we get to digest what's going on, we get to see the direction of different brands. Uh, just to remind you guys, Tim Masso is going on a flight i think tomorrow so he's yep. gonna be out there live him and his phone giving you all that tim juicy right. so, s-i-h-h first so i don't yeah we don't uh you know pretend to be tim Masso. i'm not tim Masso. um tim is coming with the real heat tim's gonna come with the on the wrist videos the his first live. impressions live um from switzerland uh, from his cell phone, which is where it all started, right? Yeah, so it's full amazing, actually, when you think about that. And uh, that's going to be the videos that I'm really excited to see. This is was more to capture the discussion that, you know, again, this show is the trader's desk, a trader's perspective. This is the conversation that was happening on yeah, our floor. Day, we were doing day. this already, so it felt like a natural progression. So, um, yeah, what do you uh, you want to lead off with your, uh, basically, the format of the show. Uh, if, I don't know if I said this already, but we have three picks. So we'll start with, I guess, pick one, and then you can you can do yours. All right. Um, which one should I go for my like or my? Uh, I think pick one. Let's start with uh, the Hate It watch first. All right. So Hate It. Let's just get into it. Can I can I get the Roger Dubois? Oh, uh-huh. I would be. I am so sorry. Well, we have a poll for tonight uh, that I completely forgot about. I'm, I'm, I'm the substitute. So, what, so the so the Hate It the Hate It thing reminded me of this. And uh, I, I apologize to the guys in the back too this running the thing because he was waiting to cue that poll. And uh, <laughs> all right, so here you guys go. And and no, we did not all of a sudden grow these plants uh, for the studio. But doesn't but, it look uh, so nice? But somebody did. Screen. Somebody actually grew plants. We're organic. So today. this or that? Why don't you uh, Why don't you tell us what we're looking at? <clears throat> so this is the the new H Moser piece that, ju- that was just released. Um, I think it's it's called the Plant Watch. I, I believe uh, it is the uh, yeah the live plant. The the live plant. And this is, um, you know, it's just a marvelous execution of fine Swiss watchmaking meets the earth. All right. So for you, you guys know? that don't uh, don't get where Q's trying to, to head off into is he's in support of this watch. Yeah. And I we mean, have a poll. So uh, what other watch participate. do you so, know that lives on your wrist that is, is, an, is an organism that not only tells time, 
but it's actually a living being, you know, that you can trim and, you know, so manicure, you, and there's, like, some nice succulents on the bezel as well. So you want to, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. The ha- right. Name you another watch. It does so that. First, so nice. first of all, it's a one of one for you guys that don't understand. Uh, there, This watch barely exists in the first place, <laughs> and you're never going to see it. So it's like a unicorn. Um, Truly. So, f- you know, please vote in the poll. I understand what the watch is for me. I see it just like last year's watch, and I think this is where Moser's coming from. And and if I had to, I believe this is the actual statement, is just a giant middle finger to to the Swiss watch industry. Really the guys that take things too seriously. Yes. Right? The purists that that this is their life, and it's, if it's not that way, it's wrong. And this is a hobby. It's supposed to be fun. And I think Moser takes that with a grain, you know, a grain of salt and likes to have a, you know, a cheeky, uh, you know, wit about it. And so for me, this watch is nothing more than a statement piece uh, and a giant uh, middle finger to the Swiss mark industry. And uh, I don't, I don't really want to uh, trim my watch. Why not? I, I don't. But because see, you've never had a watch to trim. You know what I mean? So how do you even know that you don't want to change the watch? How does it watch? grow? Is the watch literally so, full of it? So it, it, it literally is full of stuff, yeah. you know, where this is a, a kid's show. It's a family program. Um, and if you look on the underside, you look at the pictures, you can see the underside of the strap where roots are actually growing through the watch, which I think is pretty cool. And like you said, it really is Moser's um, continuance of this kind of trend they've been doing because they did the Swiss cheese watch the cheese, yeah. last year. I think a couple years they did the watch that looked just like an Apple watch that was very, very beautiful yeah. as well. That was actually pretty. Yeah, that was, that was a gorgeous watch. And again, it's just showing that, you know, Anything can be done. Nothing has to be the same. You know, let's have a little bit of fun. Let's not forget think, that Moser is one of the best watchmakers out there. No, as well. yeah, of course. You know? So, unlike, you know, it's not a hated watch. I understand it. I just... It's beautiful. It, it's, it's beautiful in the way that, like, it should never exist and maybe should die. No, but, like, have you ever had a watch, right, that you can literally leave out on the windowsill and it'll... Will grow. You no. talk to it. You can talk to this watch. Nobody ever has. I think there's so much potential in this watch, and you know, I'm I sure have seen it, it, some watches come in to our shop that have like fungus on the case back. I, I have seen that, and I think yeah, that's not... you know the predecessor to this idea. But anyways, joking aside, uh, I don't know. Why don't you guys sound off in the poll and let us know what you think? Just Do you vote think for it's the a... Moser. You know you want to. You well, know you the, love it's it. It's the only watch on the poll. It's either you think it's funny or you think it's serious. Well, I believe it's the way we set it up. So either way, nobody loses. Just vote for me. Uh, so that's a one of one. It's probably going to an archive somewhere uh, next year. Nobody will even remember that watch. So sorry for that uh, quick uh, tangent. But uh, why don't you get on to your hated watch? All right. For... So the watch um, that's coming out SIH that I um, hated such a strong word, but I really, really dislike this watch, would be the Roger Dubuis uh, Excalibur Ooh. Skeleton Ultimate Carbon. Um, that's very blingy. In, um, on the streets of Philly, we call that a bust down. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there's so many cool things that's going on with this watch. It's using carbon fiber composite, super light material, very, very hard to um, to produce and make. Makes the watch very, very light. They've used this in various different exhibitions. You got uh, the beautiful, the dial is a movement, basically. has a little bit of that carbon composite in there. You got a tourbillon. And then it's just been flooded with diamonds. I think the coolest part about this watch is on a carbon composite bracelet that you can't even see with all these diamonds and I, I get the play that you know it's carbon watch with diamonds on it's just carbon and carbon but i think you know you could just spend your r&d on something else maybe roger Dubuis. i really love the brand and they've done that such cool history and even their modern stuff i really really like but i think this piece is just why 
You know, like it's just like it's not even like I love diamond watches. I, I love Jacob Co. I love crazy diamond watches. But I think this is a diamond dud and a half a million dollars. I really don't see not even, you know, the, the real Richard Mille fanatics yeah. will, will jump on this boat. I just don't see the, yeah. the reason in here, to so be honest. I have to agree with this pick. And if you hadn't picked it, I probably would have. Yeah, it's, um, it's uh, set the middle finger aside of the other watch. This is a hand grenade. Yeah. This is, I mean, it, if you. Buy this watch, I good on you, man. But I, I just don't. I don't understand. So for me, I like the brand, right? I like the history of the brand. I, I think they build some quality stuff. Even the modern stuff is, but is really nice. But this brand, when you look at that watch, it's all about the movement. And then so we've abandoned the principles of making the movement special by you know just flooding out the. I just, I, ugh, it's hideous. Yeah, it's and just you don't want to use the word hate it, but I hate that watch. Yeah, like it's just like imagine like it was just maybe just the bezel, and then hey, I love the baguettes on Turbion. I think that's really nice, but it's just it's too much going on. It defeats the purpose of the all lightweight carbon fiber watch. I mean, imagine if they just did that bracelet alone, you would have been like, wow, it's an all carbon fiber bracelet. That's pretty cool. Like it's super skeletonized. Right. Now it's just like, you know, not not for me. It's a sad day. Not for me. All right, so what about you? You picked that watch. I went with something that was equally uh, – just turned me off when I first saw it. And I had to actually think, like, did somebody Photoshop that or is that real? Uh, and you guys may already know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you guys are following this. But that would be uh, probably the ugliest, I would argue, Romain Jerome that exists. There's a few. And and I I like the brand more or less. Some of their things. stuff is cool. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like the uh, – the um you know the art pieces like the pikachu and all the, yeah, and the, I, Pac, I love the, pikachu. the pac-man and all but i actually thought the batman was pretty cool that was nice even though it's like not really my thing but you know it was it was tastefully done this watch is hideous um for me so it's it's very much got that uh so this is the two-face for those of you that don't know what this is the harvey dent um arrow and it's basically it's a full titanium case you would think that that's two like melded materials together it's one titanium case but the other piece is uh is like laser uh distressed um so they use lasers to to mess it up basically and then the stitching and the straps two different materials but um i don't know i feel like this style had some potential and then there's just some really really bad design cues that were that were implemented and uh like i said the first time i saw it it was instant disgust and i thought somebody photoshopped two different watches together and that's what it looks like and i feel like if you own that watch and it's perpetually looks like a mess on your wrist it would, it would drive me crazy yeah it, it's it's rough i feel like you know, they were like, hey, listen, you want to do a two-faced watch? It was a very cool concept, and a bunch of ideas were laid out on the table, and this was probably was maybe the easiest to execute. And, like, because the, the Distressed Titanium looks really cool, to be honest with you. If it was all Distressed Titanium watch, that'd be nice. Maybe if it was one dial on one side and you flip yeah, it into another. How do you not do that, know. like, to two sides of the coin? You do one side really clean, and the other side all laser distressed and messed up like that. That'd like at least then cool. you get a literal interpretation of like two sides of the same coin. I don't know. And then they put the coin on the dial, which made it like super obvious. It, yeah. A lot of things that don't. Wasn't there a, a, ta- a tattoo DNA they did that was like split like yeah, that as well or something like that? It's not a. Yeah, it's not it was, a good. Look. They're interesting, bro. I do like when they do like the Pikachu's are cool. The the Space Invaders is nice. They, they the Space Invaders couple... the only watch that I really like. I thought was cool with the moon dust on the dial. Yeah. But I don't. I don't identify with the titanic watch like i don't really want to wear something that's got people's like 
souls embedded in it or, or whatever oh. however you believe whatever like it's just creepy i don't know it's weird um it's like here's a watch that has the ground up bones of the watchmaker inside of it like you don't want to wear that it's weird if, if a brand did that, by the way, I it do would like, be Remain Jerome. Yeah, make, but like, I, I do like the like the overall case aesthetic, the the construction. You know, don't get me wrong, the brand makes a solid watch. The movements are really nice. I just like the more like the basic steel models or like the Moon Dust or something that's fun and witty, like the like the Batman, for instance, with the loom behind the Batman logo. Yeah, but this particular well one for me, uh, they took a shot and they missed. So uh, I would I would argue that you win the hate it because I hate your watch more than I hate my watch, but they both suck. I won, see? I you, wanted to come and get one. a win tonight, yeah. and I did get that W. All right. Um, so next up uh, will probably be my, uh, my Leica. Yeah, go which for Which is it. a new um, Breitling Navid Timer limited edition Swiss Air. Um, I really, really like this watch. Why I like it, it, it it's a throwback Breitling. It's what the brand, to me, represents. It's, it's a throwback to the heyday of, um, you know, when Breitling and Aviation was really, really tied together, especially on the commercial side. So this is a limited production piece. It's not a limited edition. It's not uh, numbered. So we don't have to worry about them having a specific cutoff. They'll probably just make a few batches, see what goes on, maybe make a little bit more. Um, the hands are really nice on it. The colors are beautiful. On the case back, you have the Swiss Air logo. And this is just a nice Breitling special edition. Which I think throughout the history of Breitling, uh, especially up until, you know, the, the, the late 2010, 2013-ish years, they would always do nice editions like this. They always sell, and you, you, you pay right. heritage. And so this is called the Capsule Collection, and they're going to be doing different uh, editions with different commercial airliners. And I think the color is nice. It's a, it's a cool-looking watch, and it just hits the nail on the head. And the reason why I like it so much, it just shows me that Breitling isn't, so far gone. Right. That somebody there is like, hey, you know, there, there's somebody at the end of the tunnel's got a flashlight yes. and they're trying to figure it, it out. Yes, yeah, like, hey, we can, we're still there. You know, we still respect the the fanboys of Breitling. And I think this sell, sells out. I think it does very well. And I'm excited to see different versions yeah. with a different, um, you know, the, the old school commercial airlines of, of the so it's So it's almost like Breitling said, hey, we have a lot of, you know, history. We have a lot of, you know, presence yeah. in this watch. Why don't we take a model? just like the rest of the watch industry that does really well for us and has, you know, significance and make a retro version of it and voila, you know, and, and before the new direction of Breitling, before the catastrophe that was the Breitling, the Navitimer 8, this is the Breitling that sold, right? The limited edition Navitimer was their, yep. was their bread and butter piece. So I like this watch. I think it does well for them. Um, I like the color scheme of it. I think you go back to classic Navitimer limited editions with this, with the red and the outer white chapter ring. Um, it's a handsome dial. I appreciate the date at the uh, at that position, you know, offset, hidden date. Um, I think it's a good mix of, like, vintage and new era. Um, I would have liked to have seen those top and bottom stitches uh, red just to kind of throw the, Ooh, like, pop nice. the strap. That would have been a nice but touch. But that's nitpicking at this point. I think uh, for what it is, uh, it's going to be a pretty solid performer, definitely compared to some of the stuff that Breitling is pushing out right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I see a lot of hate in the chat there. They, they think it's ugly. But I just... I want you to, you know, go home and Google tonight and Google what Breitling has made last year and this. And yeah, tell it's, me it's a vast improvement over some of the stuff. Exactly. If you wouldn't rather see more things that look like this versus, you know, the other pieces have been coming out. You no know? problem with the brand, uh, you know, going back to to what what's strong for them versus after a failure. Like, you know, make a make a solid decision and say, hey, listen, that's probably what we shouldn't have done. Let's figure out, you know, I'm exactly. not saying that's where the, the brand's going. But for them to put out a, a special edition, and it's a special production, right? So yeah. 
not numbered. If it does really well, guess what? We'll probably see another another edition, you know, and then another one after that. And then after the fourth one, then we'll be complaining that there's too many of them. So, but I, I give kudos to, to Breitling for that watch. I think it's a, a stab in the right direction. So, uh, going to another pilot watch. It's interesting. I, I've, I'm starting to, to uh, deduct a logic here. Um, and we did this separately, so I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, so here we have, uh, we'll pull up the picture. This is your IWC, and this is the new time zoner. Strong pick. So, uh, yeah, I actually, I mean, you guys know I love OD Green. It's not why I picked this watch, because there's a bronze 41-millimeter uh, Spitfire case that has a green dial, which is gorgeous too. But of the four pieces that they announced pre-SIHH, I think this one deserves the nod. And uh, aside from its size, because it is 46 millimeters, I actually really, really like this watch. And the reason why I like this watch is it's a cleaner version of the original Time Zoner, right? Because it's not a chronograph. And it implements, uh, you've heard of uh, Vogard, right? Vogard watches from back in the day. Anyhow, uh, I know you guys have probably seen them, researched them. Anyways, I've always, I thought they were a cool brand before they got acquired by IWC. IWC basically, before the first time Zoner came out, uh, bought this company called Vogard, uh, which had a, a lever that swung down and you rotated the bezel to change the GMT hand. And it was a patent that they came out with. It was very clever. And um, IWC obviously saw, you know, some attributes to that. So they bought the company and they came out with the time zoner. So you rotate the bezel to change the GMT so hand. Cool. And the mechanism is pretty cool, but it's a cluttered mechanism. And the chronograph to me, the watch was just way too cluttered. A lot, lot of things So anyways, while I wouldn't say this is like hands down my favorite thing that I've seen so far, I do like it a lot. And I think it's a, a honest, very, very nice direction for this watch. Um, it gives you a lot of utility. It's very simple. And I think it's a pretty a pretty watch as well. It's got some cream markers, um, you know, some airs back to a, kind of a cool pilot aesthetic. Yeah, I think the only knock on it maybe is it, it's a size. You know, I definitely want to play with one yeah. in person. But it's, it's it, I, I like it. The, How big is that nice Navitimer? Uh, 43. 43. You know, so it's it a good size Navitimer, yeah. Um, so, so this we, is a little big, but I think with what, I, I what's, like what's going on inside of it, and most of your IWC guys, to be honest, I mean, big pilot guys aren't going to flinch at 46. Um, they're used to that 48-millimeter case. So, hey, listen, I, I like the watch. I think it's uh, attractive looking. I think the mechanism's fantastic. The price point's decent. Um, you know, I think it'll do really well for them. So that's my like pick for yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And to wrap up my love it today, uh, JLC did a really nice edition, uh, just announced Master Ultra Thin 41mm with a Guilchet blue enamel dial, um, which is really, really a beautiful piece if you get that on the screen. Now, what I like about this watch is there's a lot of little touches there it's that um, they... They, they did on the hour marker is a little bit different even the the moon phase they changed it a little bit the star is a little bit more defined the moon is a nice poli polished um finish kind of reminds you of a glashute moon phase which i really like as well and uh the date around the moon phase is now kind of engraved so just a lot a lot of depth on this watch 100 piece limited edition uh, it's just a gorgeous watch. It's what I want to see from JLC. A nice addition on a, 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 a workhorse watch that you see every day. That's a beautiful watch. And something I think a lot of people, I think this sells out very, very fast. And I think, you know, that dial is just gorgeous. And something I like to see um, from that brand. You know, I'm a big JLC guy. I know Tim's probably loving this as well. But I think it's just they hit the nail on the head. And I can't think of anything negative about this watch. Um, 
Yeah, I for the most part I agree with you. I like the watch. Um, the enamel's gorgeous. There's one thing that I noticed about this watch that I I've said you know I can't unsee, and I don't even know if I want to say it out loud because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But um, it's it's a nice piece. Hey, l- listen, it's stainless steel. It's a blue dial. It's a JLC on a blue strap. I mean, it's gonna sell, right? People true. people are gonna want it. To me. I guess I'm, I'm going to say, it. to me, it looks like a uh, Seiko Persage. And once you compare them side by side, uh, to me, I don't know. Listen, the watch is gorgeous. That's interesting take. I haven't seen it in person yet. It could it could be, you know, exponentially more beautiful in, in hand, and I'm sure it will be. Oh, yeah, picture but. to picture, especially that side shot, to me, the, the dial is just spot on. But... That's okay. Who knows? It's okay for great watches to look alike, you know. I guess what what I do like is that a brand like JLC, which doesn't really have to do anything special, did, did a nice little touch. It didn't go crazy, yeah. you know. They just did a nice Listen, little. It's a, it's a edition, special and, um, edition, non-reverso JLC. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah that's you a win know? every time. I imagine yeah. put it like that. But um, yeah, I think it's a good pick. I don't. It's definitely a pretty watch. When I saw it, it was something that. Had to be addressed. Everybody in the office was like, "Hey, did you see this?" Yeah, yeah exactly. I did. And there's there's watches on both sides of the spectrum, negative and positive, that invoke that conversation, which is why we're doing this. But um, I think it's a cool piece. It's just uh, I, mean, I can't wait to see it in person. Let's see yeah, what that, it actually looks like. Fun. What you got for your love? So here's a here's a watch that's really weird for me. It's different, which uh, scared me a little bit. I'll admit, you know, like I like this. It's a little outside of my comfort zone. Okay. The fact that it scared me outside of my comfort zone makes me kind of like it a little bit more. And it's a watch that I liked before this edition, but even more so now. So we'll pull up. This is the uh, the new uh, Altiplano, the Piaget. It's a 40 millimeter. It's red gold. Mm, look at that and dial. look at that meteorite dial. Now, uh, I don't have a back shot of this. I should have put one on there. But uh, for those of you that don't know, the movement on this piece is beautiful. It's a micro rotor automatic movement. Um, the watch is really thin. Uh, like I said, 40 millimeter case to me is perfect dress size. If I could have no date on this watch, I think it would be perfection. Oof, that would but make it I'll m- take the date. Uh, I would have loved the negative date, but that's just me nitpicking. Um, the dial on this piece is beautiful. I love meteorite. I've said before, uh, probably my favorite, uh, you know, sub ten thousand dollar dress watch is that uh, Piaget. I'm, I'm sorry, not the Piaget, the uh, Parmigiani. Uh, oh, with yes. the blue meteorite dial and the uh, sub, and for me, this falls in the same category. Uh, this is a watch that, when I was looking at the coverage for SIHH, I stopped and I and I zoomed in on it and I looked at the dial and I was like, "Wow, that's it, nice." It, it, it's striking, so, you know. For me, that was my pick, and I, I CQ and uh, emailed me his picks because uh, we talked about the show and we, we spitballed it, and then he emailed me his three picks, and I looked at my three picks, and I'm like, "So we both picked." Like a hated, like big, yeah, big sporty, ostentatious type watch. We both like sporty. a mid-sized, sporty, semi-casual sport watch, and we both loved a you know smaller forty-esque dress watch. So I don't know if that's a that's a trend of SIHH or a trend of the industry, or you know just of our office even. Yeah, it, but it was weird that that was the that was how we picked them. That's interesting. And you could say maybe a lot of the the, the, the big releases in the past couple of years have been more on the sporty side, bigger right. side. So maybe there's enough you know, sporty watches out there where the dress watches like that PSJ is just 
is gorgeous is striking you know PSG is one of those brands that you know doesn't get that much love you know unless it's breaking records but they still make a really 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 nice looking watch if you right. just look at that piece and that dial um, and, and you're right like the dress watch is just kind of so far at least you know not everything's out at SIHH and I'm sure the crazy things but I mean yeah, it, it, minds will be blown probably. I mean, there's going to be things that, and listen, that's what I'm looking forward to, right? I and mean, doing this, we want to see stuff that's that's totally different. I'm looking forward to, you know, Tim's going to be like we said, shooting stuff over. We're going to have coverage on that. I'm looking forward to, you know, I'll probably see it as you guys see it on Tim's show, and it'll, it'll be like, oh wow. And then, you know, we'll be having the same conversation again after the show, right? Because that's how it works. The holidays come and go. We slow down for a little bit, and then it's right back into business because all these new watches are coming out. Exactly, um, fun stuff. So, in. like you were saying, Christmas after Christmas. But uh, yeah, totally agree. I'm trying to maybe uh, pull some comments from this chat. What do you guys think? Uh, was there anything just to kind of to surmise and wrap up the show because we're going to get going soon? Um, anything in SIHH that you saw that we didn't talk about? There was uh, some you- honorable mentions. We have what there was the APs. Yeah, the camos. The cam APs. So I think the rose gold is really nice. The, yeah. the, the blue is okay. The green is cool. I think those would be nice on just on different straps. Yeah, well, I, so you can get different straps. Um, the the green we have already in another variation with yep. the green bezel. Blue's okay. The rose gold and brown for me is where it's at. Maybe on a brown alligator strap. There's some nice. Um, what else? Uh, Which brands are we uh, looking forward to see the full release? That. Uh, hmm. That's I, interesting. I'd say JLC, I want to see their full release. AP, yeah. I want to see if they, they sneak in something that I'm not thinking about. Um, Cartier released some things that had me questioning uh, what what the hell's going on over there. So yeah, I'm they're, hoping they're, that they release something that's like, oh, okay, they were just messing with us. Yeah. But I, I mean, uh, maybe they're selling. We, we never know, right? We're, we're only in this little slice of the market. So maybe guess. on the other side of, of the world, that some of those wackier pieces I would, are doing good. Yeah. Just because I know Vintage Cartier does well, so I think they're trying to get some of that market. But some of the pieces are a little bit. Because the Panther, that that Panther um, with the gold beads and everything, that was such yeah. a great, you know. So I'm what was the name of the one that was like, it looks like a barnacle with the diamond sticking off it? Yeah, it looks I, like I, a crusted I barnacle. I just kind of changed. I, went, yeah, I, I past skipped it. right past <laughs> it. JBO Surf shouting out the uh, uh, FP Jorn. Um, they did the uh, the final resonance, right, with the 24-hour oh, yes. dial. That's, Which I like. That's pretty awesome. I didn't put it on the list because I love FP Jorn, but the resonance is not my favorite FP Jorn. And I don't necessarily care for the 24-hour dial. But I understand why they would do it. But anyways... Um, yeah, keep the keep the comments going. I'm going to go through here and read it. Um, hopefully, we can get back to you guys on that stuff. I appreciate, you know, as always, you guys logging in on Friday. I hope the show helps the end of the day. You know, a lot of guys yeah, watch it in the office down. when they're winding down or driving home listening to it. We have a bunch of guys uh, listen to it on the podcast, which we appreciate. Um, but, yeah, hopefully you guys uh, like the show, like the content. Um, you know, again, uh, follow us. You know, we're we're gaining subscribers. You want to be here for Tim's SIHH reviews? Yes, I can. Um, um, we had to rate, uh, just say so much about those SIHH reviews. If yeah. you go back to the 2018 SIH reviews, he did live on shot before anybody else is out there. Live pictures, right. not just and then you know Photoshop productions. Right. And then because he was so busy, didn't go to Basel. So this is like the first time Tim's going to be in person doing. It. So it's it's going to be great. Um, you know, you guys can follow us on the Watchbox on Instagram. You can follow me. It's EvoX4B11 on Instagram. Uh, CQ's number and my uh, number up uh, on the screen, please. CQ underscore the watch guy on Instagram. Yeah, there we go. Get CQ some some Instagram followers. Um, but yeah, thanks again for being on the show. As always, Adam Morris notice uh, Q fills in. 
uh, with Always almost no prep talking time. to the people. The watch guy. So, all right, guys. Thanks so much. We're going to call it a night. Happy and, uh, Friday. Go Birds. Go Eagles. I'm on my way to Florida. <laughs> See you guys.